0: Hi there, and welcome to Thrive Church Podcast here in Puyallup, Washington. We're so glad you found us and hope you enjoy listening to this sermon of the week.
1: Excited to jump in this morning and talk about the the value that we have uh, lined up for today, which is presence, we value God's presence. And um, I don't know if you noticed the, the little display over here this morning coming in, but um, that's uh, that's going to be kind of developing over the next six weeks now as we finish up this series. But we're going to uh, you need to kind of take a look at these these uh, pieces of art here that are up there because they're they're really powerful and they communicate. with just a picture what's in our hearts so it's really good i'm really uh, thankful to to helen who's putting these together for us and um you know, it's it's fun so this is cool um wow presence of god it's good <laughs> um, all right Just a quick reminder of what we're doing with our series. Um, We have activations every week that we're recommending. Um, How many understand that when you hear a good word, it's really great to hear it, but it's better if you do it, right? I think we we have a verse in the Bible about that somewhere. You know, <laughs> it's better if we do it than if we just hear it. So um, Noah, I don't know if you want to pass those out. If you, uh, we have copies. Uh, there's probably copies. I'm guessing that some of you got this and you like lost it or you didn't keep it i didn't say you threw it away I, I didn't say that, but maybe you did. Uh, I want to make sure you have it again so we um, so we're passing those out if you if you want one grab one kind of gives you an idea of some of the activations uh, specifically want to make you aware on the sheet like Helen was saying of some things that are additional uh, schedule wise that we'd really love you to be a part of I'm so excited about those so um, Check those out. Our schedule, uh, last week talked about invading the impossible, today we're talking about presence, and then we have the lineup there with Helen and Angie and Nikki coming to to share too, so excited about that. It's going to be good. Our Thrive mission statement, I don't... Kind of been bringing this every time because it connects very significantly to our values and what we what we want to see and believe God's doing here in us and through us. But we're expanding God's kingdom by igniting transformation through vibrant growth, individually and globally. So uh, we're going to see some growth happen um, in our lives. That's what, I mean that's what we're all about. We want to see people moving forward. We want to see growth uh, in, in our lives. In our, just in our individually, like we want to grow towards more of God, uh, but also, you know, we want to grow here. We want to see people that that we can serve. Uh, we we know that God has uh, people very specifically identified that we're called to serve and we want to serve them really really well so some of these values really pull us towards some of those things that we want to see happen the growth um, individually in our region and and really globally so awesome presence here we are the presence of god amazing how many like that how many, how many enjoy the presence of God <laughs> like not me right someone out there no it's just it's it's a pretty it can seem like a very kind of generic especially in our culture like our church culture that we've maybe been in a long time his presence is it's uh, it can be kind of a generic statement but let me just assure you it's not at all and it's actually something that, that even here at, C, at at Thrive almost did that see um, here at thrive we really value it in, in, in maybe a different way than and, than some other churches and I'm not at all putting other churches down uh, I'm just saying there's something specific that's in our hearts when we say that we value presence there's something very particular that we're talking about so um, all right uh, kind of a little a little short phrase that we have that kind of defines what we mean about presence and our value of presence is, uh, is we want to live in connection with God. That's what life should look like. Uh, that's, uh, that's how we value presence. And we'll get more into that here as we go. But some scripture, um, just to make it an official message here this morning, but it's Psalm 139 verse seven, where can I go from your spirit? Where can I flee from your presence? Uh, Psalm 33 and verse 20. And this is in the Passion Translation. It says, The Lord alone is our radiant hope, and we trust in him with all our hearts. His wraparound presence will strengthen us. That, that phrase that you see there, his wraparound presence, uh, it, it shows up in the, in the Passion Translation a lot in the Psalms. And I, I so love it because it, it describes the presence of God that is so all around us. It surrounds us. He surrounds us with His presence. That's that's super good. Psalm sixteen, eleven. These are probably some familiar scriptures to us. You make known to me the path of life. You will fill me with joy in Your presence, with eternal pleasures at Your right hand. Um, so good. His presence it, it brings joy. It brings life. It brings an exuberance. It, it's such. A, it's 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 pleasure forevermore. Uh, something that the Lord's been talking to me about: um, if I want to experience more of His presence, one of the first things that's got to happen inside of my heart is I have to understand that He's after me, that He's in pursuit of me, that that He actually is wanting to fill me with His with delights, His delights, He delights in us. And when we don't really know that or don't really understand that, it gets in the way of us experiencing him. Uh, I don't know if you're following me there, but when we don't really understand that God is good and that his goodness is pursuing us, then it, it keeps us from being able to experience uh, his presence. <laughs> So that's something I'm really wanting to cultivate in my own heart is just, God, I know you're good. I know you're after me. You're pursuing me. That's good. Okay. Matthew 28, verse 20. Uh, surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. Talking, we're just thinking about scriptures that kind of talk about his presence. Uh, John 14, 16, and I will ask the Father and he will give you another advocate to help you and be with you forever. We have this promise of his presence always being there, always being around us. He's never going to leave us. Revelations 21 Verse 3, and I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, look, God's dwelling place is now among the people, and he will dwell with them. They will be his people, and God himself will be with them and be their God. This is this is sort of the backdrop of God's promise to us about his presence in our lives. Um, but a lot of these scriptures can reference this idea that God's there all the time. You know, we, you know where can I go from your presence? Where can I find? Flee from your presence. Uh, you're there with me. You promise to be with me for all, forever and always. Uh, and I, I, the thought that's there is like we we can understand that God is omnipresent. How many understand God is everywhere and He's there all the time? He's God's everywhere and He's there all the time. So when we're saying we value His presence, we're not really talking about that part of his presence that aspect of his presence because he's there all the time how do we value something that's there all the time it's like well it it just it's like a very normal thing Um, we may not be aware of it but he's there all the time well actually we're, we're, we're when we're communicating about the presence of God what we value is we're actually valuing when we experience his presence are you with me? Like you know, maybe maybe your thought when we say we value God's presence is like, I love it when we're at, in in church together and we're worshiping, and Justice is playing the guitar and he's leading us in a beautiful song, and and we can feel God there. That we just like, I know he's here. He's in the room. He's with us. When we're talking about valuing God's presence. That's kind of what we're aiming at. We're like, I'm not talking about just the fact that he is with me all the time. I'm talking about the fact that I really value and I know he's there. Right? Are you with me with that? Do you understand what I'm talking about? I mean, it's it's one thing to, to, to realize that he's there. It's kind of a mental thing. Like, oh, God's here. But I don't notice that He's here all the time, but what I'm after, what I'm in pursuit of, what I'm pressing towards is a, is the opportunity to experience Him. I value the opportunity to experience God, and some some might like. Like turn that away and say, you know what? That's that's kind of like selfish, or that's kind of um, not very spiritual. Because if you're really spiritual, then you could exp- you could enjoy God even when you can't feel Him, and that's true. You can you can enjoy God when you're not feeling anything. But I think that God really delights in those who are after Him. So I mean, that's one of the things He loved about David. David was a man whose heart was after God. And God's like, I really like that because it so reflects His heart. It so reflects how God feels towards us. I'm after you all the time. I'm I'm pursuing you. I'm I'm running after you. And then when we get that, we begin to turn our hearts to Him and pursue Him in that same way. And it, it it's it's a powerful thing. We're in pursuit of the experience of God's presence, the tangible touch and encounter of him drawing near. That's what we're after. That's what we want. When Moses was talking to God, God had given him the promise. Uh, he, he was uh, he, he was saying, God, who are you going to send with me? Or how am I going to know that your favor's with me when I take this people, the, the Israelites, into their promised land? How am I going to know that we're not going to face destruction. How am I going to, you know, what, what are you sending? Who are you sending with me? And God says, I will send my presence with you. And Moses said, that's good enough. And then the very next, it's like right in this passage of scripture, he says, now show me your glory. Show me your glory. What's Moses saying? Make me aware that you're omnipresent. No, he's saying, I want to experience something of you that I've never seen before. I want to know you in a way that I've never been able to know you before. I want you to manifest your glory around me in a way that I've never, ever experienced before. And that's what I'm after. That's what I'm after. That's what I'm hungry for in my life is I want to experience God, the real God, the one who does things that no one else can do. The one who shows up and and and." turns um, turns darkness to light, the one who shows up and turns brokenness into healing, the one who shows up and does things that nobody else can do. I want to experience it. That's what I mean when I say I value his presence. Not just that he's, that he's God and he's everywhere and he's good, but that he wants to interact with us, that he wants to have an exchange, that he wants to show up in my life. And, and be involved in what's happening. He wants to actually be here. And he he has a value for this value of presence. He's like, if you're a people who are after me, oh, I'm going to show up. God never bypasses hunger. When he sees hunger, he's like, I'm going to come right there and have some fellowship. It's that manifest presence, the presence of God that, that we can experience. The idea the manifest presence of god what is his manifest presence that might be kind of an obscure concept to some i want to make it really simple for us it's when it's when god's presence is visible tangible felt or experienced it, it's like That's what the manifest presence is about. We're after something that is real. We're after something that that shows up and we experience it. We feel it. It it touches us. We uh, We touch it. We can see it. We can feel it. When you sense him with one of your five senses... <laughs> that's that's where we live, right it 's like we see it, we hear it, we, we touch it, we taste it, we smell it um, you know that's that's how we live in our world. you know we experience life through these five senses and when 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 we experience God and we experience him through these five senses that 's the manifest presence that we 're talking about right there because he's he's manifested himself. In some form that we can actually experience Him, how many understand He wants to be experienced? That's, he wants that for us more than we want it. Do you believe that? He wants you to. He wants you to have an encounter with Him more than you are after that. I don't think you're hearing me. I don't think you're getting this. Maybe you're, maybe you are. Uh, he wants us to experience Him. Well, well, that's vain, or that's not very—that's not very spiritual. Uh, it's actually the most spiritual thing there is. When we are after an experience with God, He wants to have a, a relationship with you where you experience Him. I, I can tell you that a, a relationship with my wife, where I never experienced her, would be pretty boring. It'd be nothing I would be after. But the fact that I can have a face-to-face encounter with her. That I can I can get to know her, that I can understand things that are going on in her life and in her heart, that I can actually um, have a connection with her that's deep and meaningful. That makes a, that relationship worth it. And that's what it that's what our connection with God ought to feel like as well. There's stuff happening. We're experiencing something. He's doing stuff in us. He's changing us. He's he's molding us. Now we think, well, the manifest presence is probably, I can probably tell three stories that i have happened my whole life where I experienced what we might call that. I'm telling you, he wants you to be able to experience the manifest presence moment by moment, day by day, hour by hour, all the time. You can experience it whenever you want. <laughs> Someone might look at me and think, no, that's not real. You you can't, like, just choose to experience His manifest presence. That's something that only God does. Do we really understand the covenant that we have with with God through Christ? I mean, come on. He wants to encounter us. And He's made everything ready. All that's necessary is the turning of our hearts. Uh, We'll talk a little bit more about that in a bit, but... Some examples in scripture of the manifest presence. People experiencing God. Um, Acts chapter 2. Pretty pretty major experience with, with God. People are seeing tongues of fire. Talked about this just a couple of weeks ago. They saw them. Right? They heard a sound. sound of a violent wind. They saw people that were... Inebriated with the Holy Spirit. They heard people speaking in tongues and were amazed. I mean, there was an experience. This was in the real world. Acts chapter 9, Saul's conversion. A lot of people say that he got knocked off a, a horse. I don't think that's actually in scripture, but, but um, it's fine to believe that. Uh, he, he did fall to the ground, it says, um, whether he fell from a horse or he was just walking. I have no idea. But um, he had an experience and it said there was light that shone and then he, be- he heard a voice. And the other people around him, they heard it too. Saul was changed forever that day, this encounter they had Daniel chapter 10, Daniel actually felt a hand on on him, a hand that touched him and he turned and he began to hear a voice and have an experience with God that was powerful some personal examples in my own life, things I've experienced, there was a time I was in worship and I, I felt a hand on my shoulder Very physical. In fact, I turned like this to see who was there to talk to me because I was. I want. It was very real. I, I mean, do you know what I'm saying? It's like I felt the weight of someone's hand on my shoulder, and when I turned around, there was no one there. So we, we can encounter him in a physical in a physical way. Um, I felt tingling in my head one time. I was I was down at Bethel in their in their in their uh, healing rooms, and I was like feeling this weird stuff going on in my head. And I'm like God, what is that? <laughs> and he began to tell me what it was what it was. But I, I saw a vision in my mind. Um, how many of you like see visions? Not very many hands. Let me help you with this. Visions oftentimes are in your mind. They're not like, I mean, it does happen where people have open vision, where they like see, like with their, with their natural eyes. But how many know that God equipped you with this amazing thing called your mind? <laughs> he put it there created you with the ability to see, to envision things on the screen of your mind and encounter things there. That's a way that God talks to us all the time. We get a picture. We get something that flashes through our mind. Sometimes it's really fast. Sometimes it can last a long time and unfold. Oftentimes we can go back to that encounter because it's it's in our mind. You know, I can, like, I can be encountering it in one moment, and the next day I can go, oh, what was that like? I can go back there, and I see other things I didn't see before. Um, if, you, if you think that that might not be normal, read the book of Daniel. The book of Daniel talks about these incredible visions that Daniel experienced, and it makes it very clear if you read the language. That those visions that Daniel experienced were visions in his mind. <laughs> just, that's for free. I wasn't even planning on talking about that. But we encounter God, and that part, it, that's a very real encounter. That's not like, that's not like something that we can just like, well, that's not a real vision. People who have real visions and see what they realize, that's, that's more powerful than the ones that maybe I see. Now, how many of you now would say you see visions? Now, come on. I know we all do. All right, there's some hands now. Thank you. All right. Um, Last one on my list, hearing, the. I'll say, the nearly audible voice of God. I've never heard it out here with my ear, but there have been times I've heard his voice so clearly. Uh, And, you know, it actually is happening more and more now. In my life, there's been moments, glimpses of it in the past um, that I can point back to and say that was an amazing encounter with God. And I heard words. You know what I mean? It's like there are times when God speaks to me. And I get a concept. That's not like what I'm talking about. Or what I experience is when I when I experience Him speaking words to me. Oftentimes, it sounds like Angie's voice. It'll wake me up out of a dead sleep. Hers is the only voice that'll do that. When I hear her say my name, it's like, oh, what, what? And sometimes God uses that, because he knows that's going to happen to me. Like, he'll have this response if I use that voice. No. It's the voice that can bring joy and terror at the same time. ha, ha, ha all right so these are just some very personal examples of how uh, you can see in there some of the five senses um you know i didn't touch uh, in the scripture or in my personal experience like how we can experience him with our with our smell or with our taste um i've heard stories of that happening for people i've Personally, never had something super strong like that. Uh, There's been stories I've heard of people being in in an auditorium and some amazingly sweet smell sweeps through the room and everybody smells it. They're like, whoa, what's that? Pretty cool. But God wants to encounter us and and he wants to show up in ways that we can understand him. This is our value for the presence of God. He wants to be connected to us. He wants to show up. All right. Soaking in his presence. We're going to take some time right now and do this because um, I I just feel like this morning, um, God wants to show up in some of our lives right now today. um, And he wants you to experience him. Now, this is going to maybe feel a little different because I'm going to step away from the microphone. Um, but I know that you didn't come to church today because you wanted to see me. You actually came here because you have a value for the presence of God. You want to see Him, and He wants to encounter you. So here's some just some basic instructions I'm going to give you that we're going to jump into this moment of encounter, and then we'll come back and talk a little bit. But um, press your heart and your, and your mind into an awareness of him this is how we can experience the manifest presence of god anytime we want we turn our hearts toward him he wants to encounter you right here today in this moment turn your heart and your mind into an awareness of him okay i want to ask you to to be aware of what you're what you're feeling Emotions. He uses our emotions. Uh, he connects with us that way. Uh, obviously, what you're feeling in your spirit. Uh, some of you God wants to show up and touch you in a tangible physical way. There have been times when I would just begin to feel the presence of God and I'd actually feel it on my body like on my like my for a long time it was like happening for like a couple months. Uh, uh, there was like every time I got in God's presence, I could feel something like on my arm, my right arm. so I'm doing this. You're like why are you moving your arm? That's why I could feel him. And then let me just back up to the statement I made earlier as we dive into this. It's um, one of the things that we have to get out of the way in order to experience more of God is we have to get that orphan mindset out and realize that he's after us, that he loves us, that he wants to show up and be good to us, uh, that he, he wants to manifest his love to us. So are are you ready to do some of that right now? Can we do that? All right. Yeah. Thank you, Jesus. I'm going to pray and then then we'll just jump into that encounter. God, um, we know that you're after us, that you're in pursuit of us, that you want to show up and do amazing things. You want to touch people's hearts right where they're at today not some global concept about your presence, God, but you want to have real connection and relationship with them. You know, their heart, you know what they're thinking and what they're going through and you want to show up. So Lord, I just, right now I'm just, uh, I'm stirring up the expectation that you're going to show up and meet them right where they're at today. God, we thank you. Amen. did you experience? Um, how many of you really felt God in the room? Yeah. Someone want to like describe what it felt like? Just, we can just like have a little interaction here. What were you feeling? So, joy? Yeah. That's awesome. Peace. Peace. Mm-hmm. How many of you, were there, were there some of you that experienced uh, his presence like on your body? Someone, Helen, what would you feel? Tingles up your legs. Up your legs. <laughs> That's a good thing. Okay, <laughs> just making sure. <laughs> Nancy, what were you feeling? I tingling in my spine. Your spine. What's that? your left see I had that happening all down my hand my left hand all the way down to my elbow was was feeling like heat actually almost more like cold but it was hot cold I don't know what that means but it was a very interesting feeling anyone else like what what were you feeling And here's the thing. Um, Do I know what that meant? No. I mean, I might... Actually, I kind of feel like there's somebody here that God wants to heal their left arm. So do you have, like, carpal tunnel or something in your left hand? Anybody? Like I said, I don't know for sure. I'm just kind of guessing. But... Um, sometimes we don't always understand why we feel what we feel when we encounter God. Um, sometimes it's just like the way our human body responds to the fact that he's here. It's always that it doesn't have to be a reason. Is um, anybody with that left arm thing for sure? Anybody? you're well let's let's not try to create a problem uh, so we can heal it but um if you have <laughs> if you have um that you know we can pray now or if you come and see me later we'll pray well, i want to just move on here this is a scripture that um, i really felt impressed on me as i was preparing. John 14 he who has my commandments and keeps them keeps them it is he who loves me and he who loves me will be loved by my father and I will love him and manifest myself to him <laughs> like yes please I want that God um Judas not Iscariot said to him Lord how is it that you will manifest yourself to us and not to the world and Jesus answered and said to him, if anyone loves me, he will keep my word and my father will love him and we will come to him and make our home with him. He was answering Judas's question here. Judas says, how is it that I'll be able to see you and experience you that you're going to manifest yourself to me, but not to the world around me. How is that going to work? And Jesus answers him and says, what's going to happen is my father will love him. And we, we will come and we'll make our home with them. And we all kind of get, we all know that God lives in our hearts. You know, We learned that in Sunday school, most of us, you know, Jesus comes and he lives in our hearts. But uh, take just take a minute and talk about this. Um, because when I... I don't know what you think of when you think of home, but when I think of home, I think of the, the place I love to be. It's like... I mean, there are lots of places I love to be, in reality. Um, I really... Uh, One of my favorite things to do is to have uh, a time where Angie and I go out on our dates. We've been doing that faithfully on Friday nights, um, almost every Friday. Uh, We miss a few here and there for lots of different reasons sometimes. But it's been something we've really sown into in our relationship. And I love date night. I love going out with my wife, we go to the movies, we go to a restaurant, we go to lots of different, we do lots of different things, sometimes we do something really, really romantic like grocery shopping, right, I mean sometimes it's just real stuff, but I love those nights, they're very, they're very special to, to us, but guess what, at some point on that night it's like, I want to go home. Even on the most special night, it's like, oh, I could just stay here forever except for that I don't want to. I want to go home. I want to go home to that place of peace and and tranquility. I want to go to that place of solace, that place where it's it's just comfortable. You know, what? I can stay in a five-star hotel and I can even sleep on a really comfortable bed, but there's still no bed like my bed at home. You know what I'm saying? It's like there's something about the comforts of a home that call to us. And uh, this scripture, Jesus says, we will come and make our home with those people. The ones who love us and who are after us, who want to pursue us. We're, we're going we're gonna to make our home in them. And Jesus wants to be our home Sometimes we have things that, like, when we get stressed out, you know, some people will, um, you know, have this, this urge to go shopping. Like, i got to go spend some money. I'm kind of stressed out. Or I need to eat because I'm stressed out. Or, or some, some kind of thing. Maybe it's like I want to binge-watch TV for, for four hours on my favorite show because I'm feeling pressure, or I'm feeling stress, or whatever it might be. All of us have these kinds of areas, like we have these tendencies. But you know what? what God wants is He wants that thing that we do when we're feeling that way to be Him. He wants us to be like, you know what? I don't want food. I don't want a movie. I don't want to go shopping and buy something. I want to spend time with God because that's where I'm actually going to find the comfort that I'm looking for. And um, I, so, I mean, he wants us to have that. And um, the interesting thing is that that's uh, not exactly how this scripture reads. He didn't say that we would find our home in him. He said he's gonna find his home in us. And that just it just struck me. I don't know if it strikes you like it struck me, but it was like he has pursued us down through the ages he's like after our hearts he wants to encounter us he wants to be in relationship with us to the point of he designed us to actually hold in us to, to have the Holy Spirit live in us to have his presence dwell right here his dwelling place is now here he wants us to have the opportunity to have him right here all the time and he designed it that way and he wants to make his home in you. So he you know God doesn't have moments of stress. He doesn't have moments where he's like freaking out. but he does have a longing to be with you. He has a desire to to, to come and, and to take up his abode, the King James would say, to take up his home in you. So I think that's I think that's really powerful. So I'm going to stop right here for a second and just pray. Um, can you just put your hands out in front of you, God? We invite you to make us your home. <laughs> this is that place of face to face encounter. David's cry that he he. That he said, I want to live in the house of the Lord forever. That I may gaze on your beauty. Lord, that cry was answered. And made available to us in relationship with you. In the infilling of the Holy Spirit. And in the way that you've designed us to operate. That cry to know you and to see you and to be with you at all times was answered. And you want... You've made it as possible for us to experience you, you just being in us, being with us in our, in our bodies, in our spirit. Lord, you're with us right now. Lord, I just pray that for each of us, God, that, that we would find that place of rest where, where you're our home, but also, Lord, that we would, we would see how we have become yours, that you want to live here with us, that you want to love on us and leak out your goodness on us all the time. Thank you, Father. All right. Living in connection with God means making yourself aware of His manifest presence, a lifestyle. Not just as an experience, a one-time thing. It's a lifestyle. I like to do it like right at night before I go to bed. It's like... Thank you, God, that you're here right here with me. Just make myself aware of him. It's kind of a cool thing. You can do it anytime. That's a good time I've found, but you can do it anytime you want. All right. The activation this week, and I, you have the sheet if, if you um, have looked at it. It has this on there for you. But Take time to soak for 20 minutes. Maybe that's not your practice. We haven't done that very often, but I just encourage you to do that. Whether whether you're whether you turn music on, sometimes it doesn't require music. That just is a, a means that actually helps me personally. Um, it may not be the thing that works for you. Um, maybe you. into the scripture and God starts to speak and he he shows up I experience him in lots of ways but music is something that I do a lot uh, because of just who I am I guess but um, I think music speaks to all of us so I'm I'm sure you guys can probably experience that or relate to it as well but um, do that and then let us know how you know what happens like what's been going on with you even if it's like a regular encounter let me tell just one second on that If I lived my life with Angie, and every day I was like, what? She's the most amazing woman ever. I can't, you know, it's like, always. sometimes I feel that way. Like, my heart's like, oh, she's amazing. And then sometimes it's like, what's for dinner, hon? Right? And sometimes we have those other kind of days. Try to get rid of those. But but, uh, relationship with God is very much like relationship with people. It's not a constant high. It's not like every morning I'm face to face and having angels around me and I see all this stuff in the spirit. Okay, if if that's you, then we probably need to talk because I'm not even sure of how healthy that is. But God wants to relate to us on the very normal stuff. Just like have communion with us. Real communion of relationship. And it's not all high. Sometimes it is. And man, when it is, it is awesome. But sometimes it's just regular too. And that's actually a good thing. That's actually a healthy relationship with God. So, awesome. Well, I just want to pray for you. Can you stand up? We're going to... We're still waiting for someone to post on our Facebook group, by the way. We have a a Chick-fil-A card waiting for you. So we're still waiting for that. All right. God, we thank you for your presence. (laughs) <laughs> well, we thank you that you're everywhere all the time, but we really thank you for when you show up and we can take part of it. We can experience it. We can feel it. Thank you, God. Thank you that you actually want to do that, that you want us to encounter you. Thank you, Father. Lord, I pray that you would stir in every heart here this morning a desire to experience that more and more and more give us hearts that are after you just like you're after us thank you father amen awesome bless you guys this morning